0: Live at 5 Sports of Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, Jim, the Timberwolves embark on the quote-unquote second half of the season. I think there's 27 games remaining on the docket. They're in first place in the Western Conference, where they've been for the vast majority of the season. Uh, And a seven-game homestand to open up beginning tonight against Milwaukee. Things are setting up awfully good for the Timberwolves to be right where they want at the end of the year.
1: They are. It's fascinating. It's also fascinating to watch the ESPN shows and they're talking about the uh you know, how the Suns or the Mavericks might be the team to beat. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, of course, we all know the Nuggets are still the team to beat mm-hmm. uh in terms of overall um uh, royalty in the NBA. But in terms of winning the number one seed, the Wolves are the team to beat. Yep. They have the lead, they have an incredibly easy schedule, they're healthy, uh, they have good vibes, they're on a four game winning streak. Now, it's not going to go perfectly, you know, just sports don't go perfectly. They're going to have they'll they'll lose games they're not supposed to lose. They'll have a bad streak, they'll have a bad week, no doubt about it. But they are in a great position. Uh, The one catch is, you know, most of the games remaining are home games. They do have a six-game road trip after the seven-game homestand at Indiana, at Cleveland, at Lakers, at Clippers, at Utah. At Utah hmm. now, so you know what they really need to do is feast at home, and you know split or come close to splitting on the road, and then they come back and most of the remaining games after that are at home again. So, so if they can just kind of dominate at home, split on the road, they should be in great shape.
0: If you were seeding the playoff teams in the West uh, right now, uh, regardless of their record, uh, how would you seed them?
1: Uh regard so we're talking about who I really think the yeah. best
0: Yeah, who's the best, second best, yeah. Uh
1: I think the Nuggets are still the best team in basketball uh, until proven otherwise. Um and I wouldn't be surprised if they started turning it on now. I would see the Nuggets one, these are the defending champs and they basically have the same team together. Uh I would see the Timberwolves two because they have been the best team in the West all season. Uh, I would seed the Clippers 3 because they've been the hottest team in the NBA. I would seed Oklahoma City 4. I don't know that I see them having a good playoff run, but I think they've earned a top-four seed. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I would, right now, I would probably put the Suns 5 because of just the, the great players on the roster. Mm-hmm. Mavericks, six, because Doncic and Kyrie have really gotten it going. I think they improved themselves dramatically at the trade deadline. Uh, Pelicans, these are still kind of a mystery team. Uh, then the Kings. That would be my top eight.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, more than uh, reasonable, obviously, the, the, the notable omission is the Golden State Warriors as they've gotten older. But, boy, they continue to be down around, you know, that 10, 9, 10, both they and the Lakers down there.
1: Yeah, i think the Lakers and the Warriors have star power and pedigree. They just haven't, they've both basically been hanging around 500 all year. They're yeah. just not particularly good. Um, so could either of those teams make a run, could either of those teams make a run in the playoffs, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have serious, both of them have serious roster flaws, uh, and their superstars are older. So... I don't know. I mean, again, I could see them winning a playoff series, or you know, getting into the real playoffs and winning a series, maybe. Hmm. But I don't think they have the legs to go a long way.
0: You know, it's interesting. There's only five teams in the West that have a negative point differential, and the Lakers I... are one of them. Uh, yep. So they just haven't they're played well. Yeah.
1: They're not good. Yeah. They really object. Well, listen, they're above five hundred. Um, they are not. They're not terrible, and they are dangerous because they have two of the best players in the game. But. Their flaws are real.
0: Yeah, I from what I understand too, they they really tried to get D'Lo Russ uh, D'Lo out of town again. He's uh, worn out as welcome for a second time, perhaps there in Los Angeles.
1: Uh, yeah, so the Lakers are sick of him. The Wolves got sick of him. The Brooklyn Nets were sick of him. Uh, I mean,
0: you know, he, he just he.
1: I don't want to make sound like he's evil. He's not hmm. an evil guy. Hmm. He just he is. He, he thinks he's better than he is, and. He, he he thinks he basically he's an, he's a, an above average player who thinks he's a superstar, mm-hmm. and that wears you out after a while. Because he wants to be treated like superstar, and he's just not.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, the Timberwolves uh, and uh, Milwaukee tonight, you know, and the Bucks are a team that are really in the spotlight for negative reasons right now with Doc Rivers taking over, and I think they're three and seven uh, since he took over, and their offense has kind of collapsed uh, for some reason. I don't know if that's play calling or organization or what have you, but why would the team's offense suddenly take a dive after a coaching change?
1: Uh, I'm not sure Doc Rivers is a good head coach anymore. Hmm. Uh, I loved him when he was in his prime as a head coach. I don't like him anymore. Uh, it just feels like he just he's already making excuses. I mean, you take over a team with a championship pedigree with two of the best players in the league, and, and start making excuses. That's just a really bad look. It, it almost feels like Doc is just trying to get some gold parachutes here uh, or maybe let a team carry him instead of him push the team. Um, Giannis has been very frustrated this year. They've already fired a coach. Giannis and Dame, uh, they've had moments together, but they, I can't say they consistently play well together. And also, Drew Holiday is one of the, he's one of the most underrated players in the league. He does so many things for your team. Uh, great defensive player, great locker room guy, uh, always plays hard, distributes the ball, makes big shots. And so, listen, is Dame Lillard a better player than Drew Holiday? Yes. Does he fit as well with this group as Drew, Drew Holiday is? Uh, that's still That remains to be seen.
0: Yeah, that's just it. That was the shocking part. I mean, I can see trying to bring in Dame Lillard to your team. Clearly, the guy's probably a a future Hall of Famer. But giving up Drew Holiday, you gain so little, if any, uh, there. And like you said, the fit isn't as good.
1: They really need Dame to make a lot of big shots, score at a high level, score efficiently, and make a lot of big shots in a way that really opens up the paint for Giannis. Uh, But they the ball movement isn't as good as it used to be. The defense isn't as good as it used to be, and they're going to sco- they're gonna have to be very efficient scores to make up for it.
0: Mm. Uh, you made the point in your column yesterday that this is probably the best position the Timberwolves uh, franchise has maybe ever been in.
1: Yes, uh, they had. Listen, they've only had one really great year: two thousand three, two thousand four. Garnett in his prime, uh, a very good roster, flip at his best. Um, you know, Latrell and Sam Cassell both playing for what they thought would be big contracts if they proved they could win with this group. Great defensive team. Uh, Sam Cassell making big shots in t- tough situations. Garnett, you know, dominating both ends of the floor. That was a really good team. Yeah. Um, this team is as good as that team, at least I think it is, um, but has better depth, better roster construction, and should have a two- to four-year run at trying to win Western Conference Championships where that team was one and done because as soon as they got past that loss to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, Lutrell and Sam said, okay, pay us, and they didn't get deals they liked, and they mutinied and they got Flip Saunders fired. And it's, it's kind of funny, because Flip Saunders later hired Sam Cassell as assistant coach. That's how good a guy Flip was. Sam got him fired, and he still hired him later in his career.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, much missed always, uh, Flip Saunders, of course. Uh, so as the uh, uh, season heads uh, down to the stretches uh, as well, it's, it's going to get to the postseason, and that's where teams really make their reputations. Do you look at this Timberwolves team and say, yes, this is a team that can win, not just in the regular season, but the playoffs as well?
1: It definitely can, but as we just detailed when we went through the, this, I mean, there are, there are ten teams in the West, and some of them have flaws and problems. Mm-hmm. There are ten teams in the West that can scare you with something, right? I mean, should the, or should the Wolves beat the Warriors? Yes. Do you feel comfortable going into a series against Steph Curry, and Draymond Green? Not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, should the Wolves beat the Lakers? Same thing. Um, I think the Wolves match up really well with Sacramento. I think the Wolves in a long series would, would punish uh, Phoenix inside. Mm-hmm. But, again, you're not comfortable going against uh, Booker and Durant. Um, same with the Mavericks. I mean, The Wolves are better than a lot of these teams, but it's going to come down to matchups. Yeah. It's going to come down to matchups, and who plays well in clutch situations in the end. And there's just no guarantee that any of these teams, that you know, a team that with no playoff pedigree is going to do those things.
0: Timberwolves and Bucks tonight, 9 o'clock here on KWLM. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.